Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now again. One-hour show today. At 1 o'clock, we're going to head to Rogers Place, where the celebration of the lives of the local Humboldt Broncos that passed away in that horrific uh, bus uh, truck accident uh, will take place. Uh, Jackson Joseph, Logan Hunter, Parker Tobin, Stephen Wack again. We will pick that up live at 1 o'clock today on 6.30. Chet, we'll tell you some guests and orders now. Receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Reminder, every Wednesday night's date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. Now you can text us at any time at 6.30, Westlock Ford. Again, if you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. Uh, email for the show is oilersnow at 630ched.com. Uh, we are going to head off right now to our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. They've got Vince Neal April 21st and George Thurgood and the Destroyers May 7th. Tickets at ticketmaster.ca. Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday on Oilers Now for Horse Racing Alberta. And again, live thoroughbred racing returns to Northlands Park May 5th, which is the date of the Kentucky Derby. Mark Spector uh, joining us from St. Paul. Snowed hard in Edmonton last night. A wet snow. Speck uh, snowed in a bit in St. Paul as well. Speck, how you doing? Oh, doing good. The sun's uh, out here. It's starting to melt, but there's lots of snow here, man. It still looks like it'll take a few days for this stuff to go away, my friend. Well, we were there for the Oilers' last uh, was that their last road game of the year? Yeah, it was, because they went into Vancouver and then they went into Calgary and then they played in St. Paul and lost all three games. Uh, and the Wild are a different team at home. I think we've seen that this year, haven't we, Speck? Well, best, uh, there's only one team in hockey that only lost six regulation games in their own barn this year, and it's this one. And this series turned abruptly when it came uh, here. The Jets owned the series and owned the puck and owned the possession, and they owned the Wild up in Winnipeg for two games. Uh, and then they came here, and it all changed. It changed fast. So whatever they got going on, Bobby, I don't know what it is, and I'm not sure they know what it is, but they're real tough to beat here at the XL. Well, Bruce Boudreau is a guy that, you know, he took a long time to get an NHL head coaching gig. He had to work his way all the way up from the ECHL. Uh, you know, he's not a stylish, flashy-looking guy like maybe Dallas Aikens was. Um, but I, I've always believed he's been able to breed some offensive confidence into his teams because, you know why, he doesn't throttle them down. You know what I mean? Like, he's... I don't get the sense that he's super... And some might say, well, that's why he never just won the Stanley Cup, but he's always had competitive, high-scoring teams. Give me a thought on dealing with this guy on a day-to-day basis and what type of coach he is. Yeah, well, first of all, he's a great coach to deal with. He's, you know, and his assistant, John Anderson's uh, 
an old wheeler dealer too of course played for the Leafs as well and a few other teams uh, you know Gabby's old school man Bruce Boudreau's an old school coach who as all most of our listeners would know he had a bit role in slap shot <laughs> way back when he was a player uh, but he does I mean every coach now knows that that you know defense is important and defense wins but there's different levels of it and I think here Bob you go back to the days when Jacques Lemaire ran this place like a you know, one of the tightest ships in hockey. And you know, frankly, as great a guy as Jacques was, I thought he was—he just ruined the game. Couldn't stand watching those old wild teams play. And this team isn't that team. They—they they play some defense, but when they get the puck, they go. And, you know, they've got—they've got some offensive guys. Uh, this uh, Erickson Eck is a nice-looking depth player. Parise is starting to really come on. He's having a good second half of the year after back surgery. Koivu's still a pretty good player in my eyes, so they can score some goals for you, Bob. Fifteen seasons, Jock. He percolated in the minors, starting off with the Muskegon Fur- uh, Fury in the old co- uh, Colonial Hockey League in the early 90s, then on to Fort Wayne, then you know the San Francisco Spiders in the IHL, Mississippi Seawolves for three years in the ECHL. Right? You, you know what I'm saying here? And then he spent a grand total of nine consecutive years as an AHL uh, head coach. Did I just call you Jack Speck? I think I called you uh, Speck. We might have called me Jack. That's fine. Well, <laughs> hey, Jack, you don't know anything, Speck, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like I just I look at him, and, and then let's look at the, the wins over the last five seasons, okay? So his final three years in Anaheim, 54-51-46, and the first two years in Minnesota, 49-45. Like, this guy can win games for you, can't he? Well, for sure. And, you know, we all wonder why it is his teams never win a Stanley Cup, or in Bruce's case, often don't get past the second round in Washington there. And I don't, who knows what the answer is. You know, why did... I mean, he's a good enough coach to get his teams there. He's a good enough coach to, to put up those numbers. It's like Tom McCullough and San Jose. I mean, they put together such a strong program there, and they never won. Does it make them a bad coach? You know, I don't think so. Bad coaches don't put together the kind of programs that, that those coaches have done. So what's the answer? Why doesn't Bruce Boudreau have a Santa Cup ring with all of those regular season wins? I, I just have a hard time saying that he can't. He coaches well in the regular season, but he can't coach anymore come playoff time. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, when you look at those Washington teams, Part of it was, you know, at times they had to run up against the Pittsburghs of the world. Uh, though in the years that he lost out, it wasn't necessarily Pittsburgh that were the powerhouse teams. The East Boston was pretty good. Uh, though if I recall, Washington actually beat Boston in one of those playoff series. Joel Ward got an overtime winner. Remember that? So it just, it, and, and by the way, uh, here's one for you, Spec. So Gil Scott, the agent, uh, yeah. He represents Bruce Boudreau. He represents Barry Trotz. He represents Todd Nelson. He represents uh, Rocky Thompson. What do all those guys have in common? They all had to work their way up through the AHL and put their time in. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, we all, I, I like the guys that come through that route. You don't learn a coach in the NHL, man. You know, you don't, you don't walk in the door and be a head coach in the NHL. you got to go down there and slug it out. And I'm not saying you need to be a career coach and do it for 25 years. But uh, it's those guys that, you know, you just learn the ropes down there. You learn how to coach. 
Okay, so this series for me, because everybody knew it was going to be Minnesota and the Winnipeg Jets. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing again, thoroughbred style, May 5th, Northlands Park. This series has changed for me twice. It first changed, because we all knew they were going to play each other, when Ryan Suter got hurt for Minnesota. It was a mammoth loss. He plays the most minutes in the entire league, him and Drew Doughty on the back end. So he's a, he's a right. top 10 defenseman in the NHL. The guy everybody in Winnipeg will tell you they missed huge last year just got hurt again. They missed Tyler Myers last year. They didn't have the depth on defense. Their team wasn't disciplined. They didn't have good special teams. They couldn't get a saves, but they missed Tyler Myers. He is a legitimate top three NHL defenseman. Uh, this is a significant loss for this hockey club in Winnipeg, isn't it? Oh, for sure. You know, this is a club that will go in tonight with Tyler Myers. I won't play. They get replaced by a kid named Tucker Poolman out of UND, uh, who will be playing his first NHL playoff game. He's got 24 NHL games under his belt. So tonight, the Jets will play uh, their number seven, eight, and nine defensemen on their depth chart. Because remember, Dmitry Kulikov's not playing, and Toby Estrom's not playing, and Tyler Myers aren't playing. They're in the top six. So in comes Joe Morrill. You know, a kid whose dad played for the Indianapolis Racers with Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> he grew up just out uh, by Sakers Acres out there, Bob. Yeah, Tofield. Uh, our Drossen area, Tofield, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's in. Obviously, Ben Chirotta, to me, he can play in my top six. He's a sure. guy, you know, a 5'6 guy. He's not a bad player at all. Uh, and now in comes Tucker Pullman. So, you know, it's... It's it's difficult to say. We've only got three of our top six in, and we're confident we can win. We're, you know, we'll see if the Jets can do what makes them good, right? And that's the fact that they don't play in their own zone very much when they're going well. And you keep taking defensemen out of here, and now you got more zone time, and you got zone time with guys who'd be in the press box uh, if the healthy guys are playing. So it's it's a bull for sure. Spec, let's switch focus here. Uh, for me, the biggest surprise through the first five or six days of the Stanley Cup playoffs is the position Anaheim is in. Uh, you know what? I underestimated uh, Vegas, but they found ways to win all year, and no one knew how good Los Angeles was. I thought I actually predicted Columbus to beat Washington, um, but I am in shock that the Anaheim Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks have scored three goals in three games, and they look done. And you know what? Spec penalty calls are up twenty percent. Lots more power plays. The Sharks are just—they're annihilating them with the extra man. I might suggest where are those calls last year, but the league has clearly been managed differently. <laughs> and, and 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 all right. But on that note, as a guy who's been a long supporter of the officials, has has there? Do you think there's been something mandated that's maybe changed the nature of the game for Anaheim, and it's caught up to them this year in the playoffs? Well, certainly in the series that I've watched most closely here, Winnipeg and Minnesota, after Game 2 and into Game 3, you could tell that the refs said Stephen Walkham, director of officiating, had no doubt uh, sent out the mandate because they were calling right off the bat in Game 3 here, yeah. stick fouls. And, and ones that we would consider pretty chintzy, particularly for guys and, and our listeners who watched what Ryan Gislaff got away with last year in the playoffs. Uh, we all said last year, like, this guy's got diplomatic immunity with his stick. It's a joke. Uh, and this year they appear to be cracking down on that, and it's hurting Anaheim. You know, Anaheim plays a big, they play a big heavy game, but they do it with their sticks a lot. And all of a sudden, you know, if you can't use your stick, and Kessler is not recovered this year, Bob. You've watched him play. Yeah, he's like, not he's, the same player. He's not the same player, man. He's been a great, you know, no one likes Ryan Kessler. I get all that. He's been a good player for a long time. Player. Oh, yeah. 
and he's got a ton of hard miles on him, and there's not nearly as much player there, even as there was a year ago. That hurts him. Um, and of course, Perry, I think we can say the same about him to maybe a little less degree right now, but uh, Kessler really looks like he's laboring. But they're just, you know, they're, they've got good young guys, but they still count heavily on that old guard, Bob. And that old guard's getting a little old at Anaheim, aren't they? They are. Uh, the other thing to factor in, they had Fowler last year. Oh, by the way, uh, they also had Sammy Votnin and they had Shea Theodore. They moved, right. they moved Theodore to uh, Vegas as part of the expansion draft. They moved. They needed some help down the middle because all the injuries they had up front the first half of the year. Of course, Kessler out half a year with a hip injury. So they went and got Adam Henrique for Votnin, and then Fowler gets hurt. Like, they're nowhere near as good and as poised on defense. And and then what happens to them is when they get down, then they get stupid, and now they're being called. And again, there were yep. times last year that wasn't. And in a three, when when a team mark loses three one goal games, one call here. We saw it last night at the Leafs in Boston. That was a blown call, and that gave the Leafs an unwarranted power play, and it changed the makeup of that game. And that can happen. That's how quickly it can happen in the NHL. So it is intriguing for me to watch. I love that they're calling more penalties, Mark. I really do. I do too. I don't. I don't. I think we're past the days when the stick can be the equalizer. I you totally know, agree. I watched. We watched Kessler follow McDavid around last year, and and frankly, just needlessly slash and cross check him from board to board, from end to end. And I, those days are over. I don't know why you know, we. I just don't get why that even was a factor a year ago. Like if you keep, you know, if Kessler can check McDavid, check him, and that's what they pay Kessler yeah. for. And I'm fine with that. But it, the stick can't be the equalizer. There's absolutely no reason when the puck is nowhere near for Kessler's stick to be anywhere on McDavid's body or anybody's body. And uh, we've got to get past it. I can't believe that we're still talking about this in 2018. Let's move along here. Let's get the stick off the skill, guys, and go skill versus skill, speed versus speed. And I think that's what people pay the huge playoff dollar to watch. No one pays money to watch Ryan Getzlaff cross-check somebody. They pay money to watch Ryan Getzlaff score goals. So let's get there finally, can't we? Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, live thoroughbred racing May 5th, Northlands Park. Mark, uh, what's the series you've been watching? I mean, you're working on a series in the West, but which series outside of the one you're working on are you watching the most, and which teams in the West and the East have uh, impressed you the most? Well, uh, Vegas is one that, that you know, they've they've jumped into a low-scoring L.A. King-style series, and they're winning it. And I'm impressed with that. You know, L.A.'s done this a lot over the years. They play one nothing, 2-1 hockey in the playoffs, and they come on the right end of it. Vegas is playing that game with them, and they're coming out in the top end. So I'm impressed with that. Uh, I feel a little bit bad for Philly because I thought they, I think they deserve a better fate. Yep. And uh, now we learn today that not only does Radko Gudis injure everybody else in the league, he's injured his own teammate at practice inadvertently with Sean Couturier, perhaps. So that's That could be a big loss. That's a huge loss. I mean, he's our first-line center, so that's no fun. No. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I guess I'll go back to the, um, uh, you know, Columbus has been an organization that, frankly, they put some pretty good teams on the ice over the year. Bob, they, they've you know, they've not, they were a doormat early like every expansion team, but they've turned into a pretty solid franchise. And Yarmo Kekalainen, and I admire his work there. Hey, 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 hey. He's doing a good job. Hey, look, uh, and I, I, I wish Scott Housen would have pushed Craig McTavish a little more of some of the decisions here in Edmonton. A yeah. lot of those players were acquired 
Sergey Bobrovsky by Scott Housen, right? Nick Foligno acquired by Scott Housen. Uh, you know, they... Yeah, so there you go. And they deserve some success. And I yeah. we see them now getting a little. They're bringing it home to CBJ tonight. And the people there are just jacked. Well, I think... Coming home up 2 nothing. It's great. Yeah, I, I think Columbus tilts the ice tonight. Washington outshot them both the first two games. I think Columbus is going to close that series out in five or six games. Spec final okay. one for you here. Uh, what kind of scuttlebutt are you hearing out there? Just in terms of some of the coaching rumors, um, you know, we had Bill Peters on yesterday. He's got a window with Carolina Hitch stepping down yep. in Dallas. The order situation kind of unresolved at this stage. What are you hearing? Well, what we're we're kind of waiting for a couple moves to get made. Like I'm hearing that Gullitson in Calgary has been told he's there and he's not getting fired and he's going to keep that job. Okay, so that's one less opening than we thought we were going to see. If that's how it pans out. Uh, Jim Nill in in uh, in Dallas, general manager. I don't think he's got a, he's got the kind of budget it takes to bring in an L.A. Villon, Frankly, yeah. uh, I think that a Bill Peters, uh, you know, who's just he's he's not as expensive and experienced as Vigneault. Know, that's fair to say. He's still an excellent coach. He fits the bill for me in Dallas real well. Uh, that's a marriage I wouldn't be at all surprised to see get consummated. And you know the orders are different because they're talking. They're talking assistant coaches. And what we know about that, Bob, is sometimes you have to wait for teams' seasons to end. Yes, right? you do, Mark. Sometimes you're pulling an assistant coach out of someone else's organization, uh-huh. and they just may still be playing, Bob. Distinct possibility that that's what's going on. All right, Spec, enjoy St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, go stand next to that Herb Brooks uh, statue because it'll make you feel real tall. Like could they made there that? Th- could they made that thing any smaller? Like the man was six foot three or six foot four, and the statue yeah, is like five foot two. It's hilarious. <laughs> Hard economic times, Paul. Uh, there we go. Hey, Mark, uh, we'll hook up next week. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. That's Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing starting May the 5th. We'll tell you that some guests on our show received gift certificates to the Japanese Village, three locations downtown, south side, and north side. A reminder, you can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. Go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Uh, when we come back in orders now, I will get to a couple of your texts for Reminder at 1 o'clock today where you're going to head off uh, to the celebration of uh, the lives of the local uh, Humboldt Broncos players that passed away in that horrific uh, bus uh, truck accident going back uh, a week Friday. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Welcome back, everybody. It's Bob Stoffer with you, 1258 in Edmonton. Again, at 1 o'clock, uh, we will head off to the celebration of lives over at Rogers Place for the four uh, Edmonton area Humboldt Broncos who passed away in the uh, tragic bus truck accident a week ago, uh, Friday. Uh, we will have that entire 
celebration of life uh, today on 6.30 Chad from 1 o'clock until just after 4 o'clock, at which time the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross uh, will uh, have the final two hours of their show today. Tonight, Reed Wilkins inside sports with uh, from 6 o'clock, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Craig Simpson will be one of our guests from NHL Hockey on Rogers. The uh, next voice that you will hear... Uh, will be from Global, and that'll be Shay Ganim and Jennifer Crosby. So long.